Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use code DNVR, new customers can make any $5 NBA pregame Moneyline bet this week and get $150 in free bets if your team wins. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Happy winter meetings to those who observe. I am Susie Hunter. I'm holding down the fort here in Colorado this week because Patrick Lyons, our trusty co-host at winter meetings, he's going to have all the latest. He might call in later. He might not. Things are crazy out there. And we know that that hot stove is heating up fast. Even just in the past hour, finally, everyone woke up and started talking to each other. Big signings have happened. Let's get to it. So in the NL West, the big breaking news, the Dodgers have signed Clayton Kershaw. So they've officially re-signed their longest tenured player. That's a one-year contract worth $20 million for the 2023 season. This will be his 16th season as a Dodger. Pretty big stuff. And the other big breaking news, Kate Upton to the Mets. Justin Verlander has reportedly agreed to a deal with the Mets. The New York Post's John Heyman reports it's a two-year deal, $86 million with a third-year option, too. So that $43 million annual average value is just under the record held by his new co-worker, Max Scherzer. He, of course, has $43.33 million per year. Uh, that happened last offseason. Y'all know that, though. But ironically, we were cracking up about this, me and Cal, before the show. I saw the Justin Verlander news first from seeing Kate Upton trending on Twitter because Mets fans are very excited to have Kate Upton on their side. Honestly, I think all baseball fans kind of see it as a good fit. We saw her giving Phillies fans the finger lovingly at the World Series. And, you know, Mets fans very much also have that that gritty kind of energy. Even Mr. Met has given the middle finger to fans. Kale, have you seen that before? I have. You have. It's an iconic image. And listen, we've got a whole... It's This is going to be great. This is going to be great. There's going to be lots of blurring of fingers because y'all can't show that on TV. But yeah, that'll be fun to watch for sure. Um, some other winter meeting news. I guess apparently Brandon Nimmo is at winter meetings, going to be shopped around. I keep checking Twitter to see what his deal is. Nothing yet. And of course, over the weekend, we know about the Jacob deGrom signing. He signed a five-year deal with the Texas Rangers. Uh, we know they spent a lot of money last offseason, and they spent, they spent even more on deGrom. We're calling them the fighting deGroms now. This is, this is huge. But yeah, I'm sure, I think the Mets will be fine losing deGrom now that they have Verlander. But yeah, we actually talked to Hannah Wing of the Texas Rangers about you know, how excited those fans are. I mean, we would be excited if we got if we got a guy like that. Fans down there are freaking out. We've got an interview. Kayla, are we ready to roll it? We are. We are. Let's roll it. 
All right, joining the pod now is Hannah Wing. She is the digital and in-game host for the Texas Rangers. And Hannah, I feel like right now is a really exciting time to be a Rangers fan because y'all got a guy that a lot oh of people had their eyes on. Yes, Friday night, I was jumping up and down and screaming. I was watching college football with my fiance and I was like, I can't even watch the game anymore. I'm so excited. I went straight to Twitter and checked my emails. I was like, is this actually happening? It is the best Christmas gift I could have ever asked for. Um, I know. I feel like Philly kind of went through something like this where like with the Bryce Harper signing when you yes. know, a couple of years ago, where like it just felt like, you know, you uh, you just won the prize. Like he was yes. just the absolute one of the biggest free agents. Of course, oh, you know, yeah. Aaron Judge is still out there. But, I, know. I mean, how are fans reacting to this right now? Oh, my gosh. People are so excited. Last offseason, obviously, the Rangers spent a pretty penny on both Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager. And everyone always says, you know, we need pitching. We need pitching. We have a lot of great pitching prospects, but no one in our current rotation, obviously, aside from Martin Perez and John Gray, really has that veteran presence and experience. And so it's really exciting to have Jacob DeGrom and his family here in Texas and just excited to see what he can do here. And our fan base is freaking out. They're so excited. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, let's talk about John Gray for a second because we miss him so much here in Colorado. We got to see him, you know, when he visited, not that he was, you know, playing, but um, do you know the squirrel story about John Gray? No, I don't. What is it? This is adorable. So when John Gray lived in Denver, he and his wife like befriended this family of squirrels outside of their house, like fed them, was little besties with them. And they actually, when he came back into town with the Rangers over the summer, they went looking for the squirrels to see if they could find them. I didn't know about that. That's awesome. Next time I see him, which hopefully will be soon at spring training because time is flying by. The off season just goes by in the blink of an eye. I will definitely ask him about the squirrels and see how they're doing, but he is so kind. He's very philanthropic too. I mean, they're doing the toy drive. He and his wife, Jacqueline are the co-chairs of that this year. I think he was just at our tricky distribution and our youth Academy. And overall, he is just the nicest guy in the clubhouse. He's awesome. I know we we miss him here, so we love to hear that he is still very appreciated and cherished in his new yes, home. Yes, absolutely. And honestly, our entire clubhouse is wonderful. All the players are so approachable; they're so nice, and I think it's really great having a veteran arm like John on our team. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's go back to the other, uh, or let's go back to Jacob. Um, yes. you're, more pitching, more pitching. Um, I feel like we're kind of jealous here in Colorado because these yes. are like the kinds of moves that we want to see know. at winter meetings. I know. It is crazy. We're so excited to have him. I mean, he just has so much experience. Back-to-back Cy Young winner. Just, I mean, his resume is so impressive. And I know that he really wanted to come play here in Texas. And I found out on Twitter over the weekends that his warm-up song is Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. So cannot wait to hear that here at Globe Life Field on opening day. And I think that he'll just be such a great presence in the clubhouse. Obviously, he performs incredibly well on the mound. I just pray that he stays healthy, but I have a really great feeling. And we also just hired Mike Maddox as our pitching coach recently, who has a lot of experience as well. So I think the two of them will be the dream team, and I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you guys spent so much money last year and definitely fell short of what everyone kind of hoped the Rangers would pull off because, like, you just – you want to see it. When a team is going all in, you want to see the fans rewarded. But, I mean, I feel like this this could be the season. I really hope so. Everyone has always spoken so highly of 2023 and that this will be our year to contend, and I really hope that that's the truth. Um, As you all know, last season, I guess towards the end of the year – We unfortunately got rid of John Daniels, our GM, and then also um, Chris Woodward, our manager. And so that was really tough. And it was just, 
you know, they were both here for such a long time. You see them all the time. You get to know their families and all of a sudden they're gone. But I think that, you know, they're both so qualified and so wonderful and they'll find wonderful opportunities. I believe that JD is now with Tampa. So that's really exciting for him. Um, but I think that the Rangers are so headstrong on winning and that they really want to move forward and contend and, you know, prove the fans wrong that we can actually win. And, you know, people on Twitter are obviously not the nicest. And so I think it'll totally prove all of them wrong. Um, but I know that our fans are just so loyal and that ownership has mentioned how much they want to win. And so they started making these internal changes, you know, earlier than just the off season, just to start preparing for 2023. So I'm excited to see what can happen there. Yeah. And plus, I mean, one more thing, you guys have the all-star game. Yes, I cannot wait. I mean, there's just so many fun things happening here in Arlington between AT&T stadium down the street where they have Taylor Swift coming and a bunch of fun concerts. And then we have some great concerts here and just, it's a wonderful venue. We have rodeos, we have concerts. I mean, football games, I'm sitting in a suite right now and the field is a base or a football field instead of a baseball field. And so uh, we just have so many fun things happening here at the ballpark, but I cannot wait for the all-star game to be here in Arlington. It's just the perfect setup for at the Plaza. We have Texas live. We have a new convention center going in new hotels. I mean, this area is just booming and is the perfect spot for it. And I'm so excited. I know. I love globe life. I like had a really yes. good time in Arlington. So I yes. am happy to see an all-star game going there. I yeah. always call that ballpark a modern Marvel. Yes. It's amazing. I'm so fortunate that this is literally my office. I pinch myself sometimes. Um, and people still just can't believe that I have a desk at the ballpark. I mean, I think it's the coolest thing ever. I know that obviously a lot of teams have that, but some teams don't. And so I love making the drive to Arlington and just have the coolest job in the world and just love that I was able to be a part of closing down one ballpark and opening up another one so early on in my career. Yeah, that's really cool. Hannah, thank you so much for joining the pod. Of Tell course. us thank you. Yeah, can follow along with everything you are doing. Yes, I'm on Instagram at, at Hannah Wing. Also follow the Rangers as well, just at Rangers on all social channels. And then my Twitter, I believe, is Hannah underscore Wing. I'm trying to get better at my Twitter game, so we'll see how that goes. But definitely at Hannah Wing on Instagram for sure. Hey, no better time to really up your Twitter game than- I know, I'm working on it. Now it's a good I mean, there's all sorts of fun stuff out there. So there's a lot of potential. I love it. Hannah, thank you so much. Of course, thank you. Talk to you soon. Oh my gosh, she is just the sweetest thing. I need to get to Texas. Uh, it was so funny. So after we did our interview, I was asking, I was like, oh, wait, like, check the schedule. Like, when are, when are the Rockies in Texas? Um, and she looks it up. She was like, oh my gosh, like, it's, uh, I guess, like, around- you know, it, it, towards the end of May, but she was like, oh yeah, that's my wedding weekend. So congratulations to Hannah who does not have to see the Rockies at all this season. <laughs> Listen up. We got to shout out some things, some really important things like becoming a diehard at DNVR. Listen, we got watch parties pretty much every day of the week at the DNVR bar at the corner of Colfax and York. So you can check out the event events page at the DNVR.com. But we've got so much going on. Even though the U S is out of it, we've still got all of these world cup games happening. The bar is open right now. It's on, but listen, if you're not a member already, you are missing out on price breaks for Broncos tailgates. Uh, you can find that behind sports fan at the corner of 18th and federal Every single Broncos home game, no matter how the Broncos are doing, those tailgates are lit AF. Um, and of course, you get those discounts too on the Nuggets party buses. Kale, how lit are the Nuggets party buses? So lit. So lit. And. <laughs> 
thank you, Kale. I appreciate that. Not only are you getting those discounts, though, on some really cool events, the annual membership comes with a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. And y'all know that we have the best gear in the biz. You get an extra you get an extra discount at the DNVR bar. Members are going to get 15% off their tab. That is huge. We've got some great food and drinks here. Uh, you're going to get extra raffle tickets at watch parties to win even more free gear. Someone won a snowboard here yesterday. It was pretty exciting. Pretty it was pretty lit. It was beautiful. Um, and you also get all access to our diehards only Discord. We have some great chats in there. I'm pretty sure Patrick keeps tagging me in some conversation happening in the pro wrestling chat. It's very offensive to me and my culture of not liking wrestling. <laughs> if you are not a diehard yet, don't fret. It's only 50 cents for your first month at the DNVR.com. And listen, Kale knows this all too well. The NBA season is heating up and there are still so many unknowns happening, but we, we, we keep track of all the action. We are always looking out on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win their game and get a 100 and, and get $150 in free bets if they do. So check this out right now. Everyone can earn up to one, a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Place a same-game parlay and combine multiple bets, like which team will win, total rebounds, and more. And the more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win huge. So listen, download, this, download the app now. Sign up with code DNVR. Place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets. That's code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We had, we had a fun little show going on today, I think. We, we got some tweets. So some interesting stuff was happening on Twitter over the weekend, so we compiled a couple of things. Um, oh, can we start with the Verlander one, Kale? Let's start with this. Okay, so someone on Twitter pointed this out. We have sleuths out there on the internet. This is why people on the internet are like out there solving murders, but this is a little more interesting than that. <laughs> Steve Cohen. It, so someone noticed that Steve Cohen, uh, the very outgoing owner of the Mets, had recently followed Justin Verlander. This happened yesterday, or this tweet went out yesterday. Uh, he was the most recent follow there, one of the most recent follows. And then, of course, we find out a day later that Justin Verlander is a Met. So... I think we could have probably seen it coming. Although, like, honestly, I wouldn't put it be, I would not, I, I would kind of expect Steve Cohen to just, like, follow Justin Verlander to be like, hey, like, look, I'm following you. You should sign with us. So, like, I wouldn't have been surprised if he didn't sign, even though Steve Cohen was following him. But now we kind of know why. We have some context. Um, what else do we have? We've got a Rangers one. I love this one. Rangers, the Rangers account, they're just posting memes. They posted a, a straight up Drake meme about how excited they are for Jacob DeGrom. This is hysterical. This is why we're calling them the fighting DeGroms now. This is great. What else do we have? What else did I send you, Kale? <laughs> this last one. Oh, yeah. You've heard of Elf on a Shelf, but what about 
Turner's on the burners. <laughs> I don't know. I just like love this. I love stupid bullshit. <laughs> it's my favorite ever. Um, okay. We're going to look at some more tweets actually, because we asked our followers on Twitter what they wanted to see out of winter meetings. What did we see? What did we see? Do you have, you have the tweet. We're going to pull it up. So yeah, we had some good responses. Mostly people just wanted to see anything, literally anything. That's all they want is to just see the Rockies do a thing. But yeah, I, I think I told people, oh yeah, Patrick Lyons is taking requests. Like whatever you tell us in this chat, we will, we'll tell Bill Schmidt. Um, oh, okay. I like, uh, Jeff said, I'd like to see the Rockies land Brian Reynolds in a trade. That is very interesting because I know for a fact that the all city crew out there, they've recorded some special content just for this occasion. And Brian Reynolds is a guy that they did a whole 10 minute video on, or at least like he's definitely a big part of it. Yes. That vi do you have a mic? Okay, Kale just said that video will be live right after the podcast. Um, so yeah, interesting stuff, Jeff. I'm glad. I'm glad that you think that. What else do we have? Anything, just one thing. Um, uh, people are wanting to see pitching. People are wanting to see trading minor league players. So people want things. People be wanting things. Uh, but we actually have. We have a pre-recorded segment from the guys out in San Diego, we've got someone from each of our markets out there ready to, you know, be the eyes and ears down there at, you know, where it's all happening. I'm like, what is the word that I'm looking for? We're very Monday here today. But anyway, do we have that video ready to go? All right. Let's hear from Patrick and the guys out in San Diego. All City Media here once again at our Winter Meetings headquarters here in San Diego, California. My name is Jesse Friedman, along with Patrick Lyons from DNVR, Ryan Herrera from CHGO. Uh, we're here to talk about the Colorado Rockies here in this segment. Uh, Patrick, of course, you're the resident Rockies expert. Uh, I'm told that uh, Ryan McMahon and Brendan Rogers uh, might possibly be a little bit redundant. Like maybe one of those guys could be expendable for the Colorado Rockies this offseason. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what's what's going on in Colorado. Wow, that's uh, interesting. You, you've been hitting some good sources here. Jesse. Yeah, yeah. I've been talking to someone who really knows his stuff. You, I don't know who it was. Talking to some some folks. Well, uh, at the uh, the deadline to, to add players to the 40-man roster, to block them from being selected in the Rule 5 draft, the Rockies made a super interesting trade with the Cleveland Guardians that, you know, at the time a couple weeks ago was, was discussed, but almost almost flew under the radar, deserved a little bit more time. And right now is a great time to talk about the acquisition of Nolan Jones, a left-handed hitting outfielder, something that the Rockies have needed uh, for a little while. I know a team with some some left-handed hitting outfielders. Don't get me started here, Jesse. <laughs> with the Diamondbacks. Well, here's Montero, Jake McCarthy. I, we'll throw in some prospects. I know a team that could use a left-handed left hitting Ooh, outfielder. There's like so many potential well, trades. Oh, right man. Here. All right. We'll have to see what your offer is later. You slide it across the table. But Nolan Jones, left-handed hitting outfielder, he came up as a third baseman uh, in a Cleveland organization that had I don't know if you've heard of him, Jose Ramirez, J. Yeah, they have a pretty good third baseman over there. Yes. So <laughs> you're not playing third base, kid, right? Yeah, uh, not this time. No, no, definitely not. It's like like being a third baseman in the, the Rockies organization when Nolan Arenado was there. We're not going to talk about that. But uh, with Nolan Jones, again, classically trained third baseman, 
Well, Ryan McMahon's already there, but you know what? Maybe we'll see. Bill Schmidt may have something up his sleeve because if Nolan Jones and maybe even Elias Montero have a left-handed, right-handed platoon over at third base, that doesn't leave any room for Ryan McMahon, except when you think the fact that he can play second base very well, probably got robbed of a potential Gold Glove finalist, yeah, Gold Glove award a couple years ago. He can play second base, but Brendan Rodgers is there. And that kind of puts those two guys into a battle and say, well, you know what? You've got a lot of infielders right now. You don't have a ton of outfielders that you might be in love with. That could make one of those guys expendable. Yeah. I mean, when you have – this is a question that, that I will pose and just to get back to it, but is that a good problem? This is something I always think, I always think oh, of. Yeah. Like, is that a good problem to you to have that kind of just roster, not even imbalance, but just like too many – players that could play the same amount of positions like how do you feel about that that's number one but then number two like where do you go from there as if you're the rockies if you're in charge of the rockies you're you're trying to figure out what to do where do you go from there yeah we well we were talking about the diamondbacks and how they've got four outfielders good problems like having too much starting pitching they don't just have four outfielders they have four center fielders that's what makes it like so insanely quit (laughs) quit bragging i don't want to talk about them anymore there's a whole extra video for that go search that on phnx sports um, but yeah, you, you've got a lot of those. So that, that allows you to make some moves. I think in the D backs case, they could almost sit on their guys for a year to see really who breaks out amongst those four guys. Yeah. And then you have your answer that that probably means whoever number four is on the depth chart. Now you're gonna get a little bit less for them. The Rockies, because they're the Rockies, I could see them maybe doing the same thing and, and sitting and waiting. Uh, McMahon still has several more years left, has an extension. Rogers only has three more years. That's what's crazy is it feels like he just finally came on the scene. Yeah. 2021 was his really like his first full year. Uh, still wasn't even totally healthy. But then 2022, the pieces finally came together after an April in which he hit under 100 and a September where he wasn't very good either. But you look and go, hey, all right, this is the big leaguer that you selected third overall in the 2015 MLB draft. And now, there's only three years left before he ends up reaching free agency. And if you already know that you might not be extending him, maybe you put him on the trade market so that you kind of clear up some space at third base, move McMahon over to second, and now you can improve either that rotation, the bullpen, or the outfield for someone who wants a second baseman who just won the Gold Glove Award in a year in which the shift is banned and left-handed hitters are going to be putting base hits through the right side (laughs) with ease not if you've got a gold glove second baseman like Brendan Rodgers. Mm. I have to say, like from an outsider's perspective, I'm curious what what your perspective is on this. Um, it seems like at times, at least I personally have felt that Brendan Rodgers and Ryan McMahon, that both of them could have could be like incredible baseball players. Like yeah. there was a time, and and maybe I was misguided in thinking this, but it was kind of like, okay, this Ryan McMahon kid might be like I don't want to say Nolan Arenado part two, but like. I mean, he's really good defensively, as you talked about earlier. And at times, it's looked like the bat was really for real. Uh, looking at the numbers, though, it just doesn't quite line up. He's never really put it together over the course of a full season. Uh, and then on the flip side, I remember back in, in 2015, and Diamondbacks fans remember that draft. That's when they took Dansby Swanson first overall and then promptly traded him away. Um, I remember... He doesn't want to talk about that, does he? <laughs> yeah, no, that no, no Diamondbacks fan <laughs> wants to talk about that. Um, but I remember in that draft, like, Brendan Rodgers was said, at least if my memory is serving me correctly, that Brendan Rodgers had like the highest ceiling. It was Dansby Swanson and then Alex Bregman, right? Mm-hmm. And then Brendan Rodgers. And it was like, okay, you know, maybe Bregman and, and Swanson are like more sure things. Maybe the, the floor is a little bit higher. 
but Brandon Rogers could be just like this, this crazy, you know, like superstar level player. Um, and it seems like that's another thing that, that seems like it could have happened, but it hasn't really amounted to that so far for the Rockies. Yeah, no, that that's absolutely true about, about his ceiling. I almost, uh, a comp I want to use is a guy like Xander Bogart. So I know the Cubs are really interested in right now where you say, you know, 25 to 30 home run power, still being able to play shortstop driving a hundred runs. Well, they had to move him off a of shortstop over to second base. The power isn't there exactly. So he hasn't really reached those heights. And then McMahon seemed like he was very much doing that, especially 2018 where we yeah. really got to see him a lot more. Uh, he was a part of that postseason run 2019 still, but then maybe it's kind of hit a bit of a ceiling, uh, you know, still young enough to, to take it up another notch, but we haven't seen that yet. But I think to your point, Rogers is the guy that you could still say he's young enough to continue to have that one more level because we only just saw his first full healthy season. A lot of qualifiers there. Yeah. It was his first full healthy season. He might have more left in the tank, but he only has three more years left to possibly do that. So he could be expendable if Nolan Jones is that solution at third base for the Rockies. How old is, how old is Rogers? So I think he just finished up his age 25 season. Okay. Wow. So he's going to be age 26 season. So he's still very young. Uh, Ryan McMahon's only going into his age 28 season. So 10 no. days, 10 days from today, actually yeah. he'll be 28. Yeah. So, I mean, not, not, they're not that far apart in age either too, which, which seems to be strange uh, for those guys, mm -hmm. but uh, McMahon has been doing it a lot longer, but I think, I think you could still make the case that, you know, Brendan Rogers has, has that higher ceiling and they're both really great defensively too. Mm -hmm. And that, that when I look at it again, also from an outsider's perspective and just looking at maybe even how the Cubs work out, it's like, it's tough to like try to balance that who has the higher ceiling versus who has the higher floor. Like sometimes you want the higher floor guy. Cause you know what you're going to get, you know, you're going to get good production. He may blow up uh, every year, every other year, whatever. Um, but you know, you know where he's going to be, but then you have a guy like you're talking about Brendan Rogers who could blow up next year. I don't know where, but it's possible. Or he could have another you know, subpar season. And, mm. and there's like not a whole lot of, uh, a, a, a ability to predict the in-between there. Like, can he reach that ceiling or will he hit that floor? And that's always one of those things where if, if you're in, you know, a little bit of a roster crunch, how do you balance that? How do you choose what's, what's the better of the, of those two things? And yeah. it's always tough for me. Well, I, I think, I think that's it is that Rogers might have the higher ceiling and McMahon is a little more consistent. He struggled in 2022. It wasn't until, you know, the trade deadline wasn't until August 1st, not that he was getting traded, but it wasn't until then that, you know, the contract and the extension he had just signed, you know what, you're not going to put up the numbers you wanted to put up when you signed that. So put that behind you. And it was like a whole new season for the final two months, but still that floor, I think is a little bit better than Rogers who we saw in April. Oh, 84. I want to say was, was that number, um, it was just that bad, and it was wow. you need to go back to yeah. AAA, uh, and then immediately turns around on May 1st and you know ha has a big day, feels good going forward. So uh, he's the guy with that higher ceiling, and so it's hard to know who you should possibly trade first. Rogers is going to be still a little bit more affordable because he's just going to be going through arbitration. So, uh, but McMahon, you've you've committed to long term. Like he said, he wants to stay here and not go into free agency. He would have been a free agent after the 2023 season. So you don't want to go back on that and say, hey, we just gave an extension to a guy. And now we traded him. Yeah. The you know, optics of that is, it is, is a little stuff. weird. Some yeah. teams do that. And it's just, it, that's baseball. And people don't really think too much of it. Mm -hmm. But the Rockies are a team that, you know, 
people you know have take umbrage. They have some issues with playing in Colorado, especially if you're a pitcher. And so yeah. I think the Rockies have to be a little bit more careful yeah. with their guys uh, and how they you know maybe trade players or extend players and and how it might look. So they might not have that same luxury to extend a guy and immediately trade them. Unless your name is Nolan Arenado, of course. That's... <laughs> and then you, we also give uh, fifty million dollars to the other, the team to take. Yeah. So what are you what are you doing here, Patrick? Give us your final. What's the what's the final takeaway here? You trading? Are you definitely making a trade? And and who would you who would you deal? I th- I think really Ellie Harris Montero is a guy that that's part of the conversation. If if Nolan Jones is in third base now, now you, now you have to trade either McMahon or Rogers, and they still might not know yet about Jones's defense, so you can put that off, but. There's still not room for Ellie Harris Montero. So I think you got to make a trade here this offseason. The longer you wait, the longer people might not be as interested in and, and holes are filled. You know, the yeah. D-backs go out and sound like an Evan Longoria. Now they no longer need third base filled and they're they're less likely to, to take a guy like Ellie Harris Montero. So you you got to make a move as soon as possible. Rogers, only three years left of, of club control. I think that move might make more sense for the Colorado Rockies. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for, uh, for tuning in here. Uh, we'll be here all week. Just talking, talking diamondbacks, talking Rockies, talking Cubs, uh, here at the winter meetings. Thank you so much for joining us. I love it. I love their bro cave out in San Diego. Before I say another word, we got to talk about Green Mountain Dental Group. Our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group have taken great care of all of our DNVR members over the years, especially those that made the permanent switch. It helps that, you know, we got so much to talk about as Rockies fans right now and as baseball fans. But listen, we got smiles all over Denver this week. That's all thanks to Green Mountain Dental Group. The best part, when you schedule a cleaning, an x-ray, and an exam with them, you will receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group. And they are located just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. So tell the team that DNVR Sports sent you, and you will get a $300 discount for a full orthodontics treatment for new patients. That is huge. And if you mentioned DNVR Sports, you get a free set of bleach trays, $350 value on that, with a new patient cleaning exam and x-rays. That is only from our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group. And our other friends, other great friends of ours, Breck Brew. You know we love Breck Brew. I got to find out if they got Breck Brew out in San Diego, but we got to talk about the Avalanche Ale, this classic American Amber Blends, pale chocolate and caramel malts into a well-rounded, flavorful beer. It is absolutely Avalanche Ale season. Those caramel malts lend whispers of toffee sweetness. This was written by a poet, by the way. While a touch of bittering hops gives this beer its clean finish. It's crafted for balance. Avalanche is a versatile and satisfying anytime beer. But what better time than right now? So check out the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find an Avalanche ale near you. And we should also tell you about the Christmas ale. Tis the season because... Listen, that chill of winter calls for a beer with extra flavor and strength and an abundance of carefully roasted malts create notes of caramel and chocolate while ooh, while Chinook and Mount Hood hops contribute to a spicy quality for balance and a clean finish. That is the Christmas ale. I love that. Breck Brew also has the nice list 
Nice List Sweepstakes, a huge holiday giveaway you should definitely check out. The link has been added to the show description. And I got to remind you that Breck is made with 100% renewable energy. Love it. We got to talk to the one and only Patrick Lyons. He is out in San Diego. Um, first off, I got to roast you for just like not wearing shoes. Do it. Do it. <laughs> what are you doing? You're too casual out there. <laughs> I, I was, the note was be as casual as possible. I thought, <laughs> look, if I can't bring California to Colorado, I'm bringing Colorado to California. I'm only ashamed they weren't my toe socks. So you could have gotten the full outline of all 10 of those digits down there. Patrick, you're killing me. Okay, I feel like things were so slow out there, though, for winter meetings up until like an hour and a half ago. Um, has anything else happened since we started the pod that I need to know about? I put shoes on. Uh, that's <laughs> been a big update uh, pretty much all around the winter meetings in general. So um, that, that's been fun. No, uh, today we'll actually uh, have a couple opportunities to talk with uh, both Rocky's manager, Bud Black, uh, as well as general manager, Bill Schmidt. They both have spots on MLB Network mm, uh, at some okay. point this afternoon. Uh, and then a more formal kind of sit down to uh, discuss the pressing matters of the off season. So a lot much more will, uh, will come out today from that conversation with those two gentlemen. All right. Yeah, I'm excited to get some Rockies news because everyone else has freaking news. Kate Upton is a Met. I'm so excited for her. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that, that was the big one that uh, that broke while we were uh, doing some more of uh, that content, kind of as you were discussing, talking about potentially Brian Reynolds coming to town, maybe a Jake McCarthy trade, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of other grade the trade type situations uh, going on. But Verlander to the Mets, two years, uh, forty three million dollars annually. I think that was mm -hmm. exactly what Max Scherzer ended up getting. So it's actually those two guys slightly less, slightly less. Forty three point five for Scherzer. No, 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 it's no, no. Max Scherzer has 43.33. Oh, yeah. So wow. it's just like the difference is just that much. Like they're both making so much money and they're both in that same rotation. Um, I'm excited to see just how the Mets move on and do this and live this. And also all the Mets things that always go wrong. I'm excited to see that, too. <laughs> and they both become free agents at the uh, at the end of the 2024 season Chaos. together at the same time, which is strange. So, so really, what that difference of three hundred thirty three thousand dollars is uh, means that Max Scherzer will be picking up all the tabs uh, since Justin Verlander <laughs> just simply doesn't have that kind of scratch playing around. <laughs> I love that. I love that, Patrick. Tell me real quick about what the All City crew is out there doing all week because I know you guys have already started making some really cool content. Yeah, we came in from uh, a couple corners of the United States mm -hmm. with uh, Ryan Herrera from CHGO Cubs. Well, we had a good time talking with him in April when uh, the Cubs came to Coors Field. Yeah. Jesse Friedman drove in from San Diego. Uh, I, of oh course, flew in from uh, Denver. We converged. Uh, we got our uh, photo opportunity there. Said hi to a couple friends uh, in the game there. Kevin Henry, of course, from Rocks Pile is there. Thomas Harding, all on the same flight. Uh, having a good time doing that. Saying hi to Jimmy and Jake, uh, as well as David from uh, John Boy Media. So did that. Uh, we didn't grab a bite to eat until, until much, much later. But we sat down and, and, and discussed, again, uh, what are some of the pressing matters for the Cubs right now? They're in on Xander Bogarts uh, instead of Carlos Correa. Hmm. And if they sign Bogarts, uh, does that mean they're going to get some kind of savings that would potentially allow them to, to sign a, a starting pitcher? 
we'll have to, that remains to be seen. Uh, we'll have to see what happens with that. Mike Clevenger uh, had a press conference with the White Sox. So, uh, you know, we discussed what he means uh, for the Tri Sox rotation uh, for next season. And of course, you know, plenty of uh, Diamondbacks, Rockies topics going around. You know, the Diamondbacks have, have four outfielders. And uh, as you know, Susie, because uh, you are very knowledgeable, you only need three outfielders. Uh, you don't, need, you uh, don't need four. I'm pretty sure they don't let you have four. <laughs> so I've been needling Jesse pretty much uh, for the last 24 hours of just just give the Rockies one of those guys and we'll work a trade out and things of that yeah. nature. One of the one of the biggest kind of aha moments uh, in, in talking with people from around the game with the Rockies. A couple of things. One is Nolan Jones, uh, a guy they, they picked up there uh, for uh, Juan Brito, uh, mm -hmm. a nice just one-for-one one trade uh, was added to the 40-man roster. Of course, only has big league experience as a corner outfielder, but he came up as a third baseman and didn't get that opportunity because of Jose Ramirez there with the Guardians. So could Nolan Jones really just be the guy or, mm -hmm. or, or a guy that you could platoon at third base with Elihiris Montero, who bats from the right-hand side? You slide McMahon over to second base and Brendan Rodgers really becomes expendable. Or maybe you keep Brendan Rodgers and McMahon becomes expendable. Is there is there room for all of these guys? So we sort of discussed which, you know, if you had to between McMahon or Rodgers, which one might make for the better trade chip? Which one should you keep? Uh, as well as, again, just the speculation about Brian Reynolds. Would he fit? What would it cost? Is it worth the Rockies to make a move like that? So a lot of fun things, a lot of moving parts here down in San Diego. So many moving parts. Yeah, I'm very curious to see because you know how I feel about the Rockies. They have hoarder energy, so I kind of hope they move some things around. We will be keeping tabs on everything you guys are talking about. Patrick, great to see you. Will we talk to you again tomorrow? You got it. Yes. yes. Let's, Let's go. It. All right. Thanks. All right. I'm glad we got to. I'm glad we got the update from Patrick, and we got to wrap things up because I know DNVR Broncos needs to get things rolling. Henry's here waiting for me. <laughs> We're going to wrap this thing up. But listen, um, we are going to have such a great week talking about winter meetings. It is so exciting to have some fresh, exciting content, some drama. I'm, I'm living for it. Uh, but you can follow along at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. You can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And you know what they say about ending shows. I don't know how to end them. I don't know how to close them. But we will talk to you tomorrow, Tuesday at 11 a.m. to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times, and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in, but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro, easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.